0: Winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer, and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We thank you for tuning in. Thanks for watching, for listening. We got a great show lined up for you today, Don. Excellent. I'm excited. We're going to listen to birds, listen to some music. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I know. Uh, I came across Ranger This is Ranger Keith On uh, Instagram the uh-huh. other day And I thought, man, this guy is cool <laughs> We need to get him in studio And then I learned more about him by digging around uh, Blood, sweat, and tears On the NBC, The Voice I'm like, man, this guy is cool So <laughs> It's a long, weird story <laughs> you know. I so, can't wait to hear about it Yeah, I know, this is uh, new for all of us so I'm excited to uh, to learn about uh, Learn about Keith And, and what he's does and what he loves to do it's yeah yeah gonna be fun don you want to kick off with the radio station yeah
0: in honor of the uh west tennessee connection we got going here nice. this morning uh we'll we'll shout out to uh, wmc we we are on 790 uh, there every Saturday morning we just follow Larry Ray's program and uh, anyway we we appreciate him and all the folks at WMC and all our other radio partners. There's about 23 of them out there and we we appreciate them very much.
1: Yeah, we're uh, we love our radio stations. Uh, you can listen to this show east to west. That's right. So it's pretty cool. Plus all the social stuff. So it's it's. Pretty amazing Social media Your favorite podcasting app We're out there So go listen to us Go watch us If you want to see us This would be a good show to watch Oh yeah exactly Check out Keith And see him play guitar A little bit here in a minute But uh, Keith let's jump right in This is Ranger Keith On Instagram As well On TikTok Uh, We'll pull it up On the screen For people who are watching And want to see it But I just think uh, I think it's cool. You go out in the woods and you, and you you listen to birds and you educate people on what they're hearing. And uh, but anyway, just tell us a little about yourself and let's little jump into some of this.
2: I mean, I I get a lot of that on there where people are like, "Is it, what kind of green screen are you using?" I'm like, no, it's it's just a tripod. I just hit. I'm not not smart enough for tripod any of that. Just, in the woods. Just hit the red button and, uh, <laughs> and call them out. Yeah, yeah. So uh,
1: I guess let's jump back and tell us about yourself and and uh, how you became an arranger and then kind of how your life's evolved
2: sure yeah so i uh my name is keith beluso i grew up in uh, tipton county just north of memphis tennessee tennessee boy yeah and uh i've always been into the outdoors i remember being in the in the third grade miss jenkins asked me what i wanted to be when i grew up and i said i want to be a herpetologist and she said i don't know what that is but (laughs) make sure you wash your hands (laughs) i wanted to study snakes when i was a kid i had you know, posters of snakes and stuff on the wall instead of cars and stuff like that. And uh, was in Boy Scouts, grew up in Scouts, and um, was camping once or twice a month from the time I was probably 10 or 11 until I was about 19. Yeah. Uh, and so when I went to college, I'd, I'd, been, I'd grown up also playing music with my brother. My brother's a really incredible musician. And uh, we'd, play, we'd been playing together all our lives, but whenever we went to college, we went to University of Tennessee at Martin, and he went and studied music, and I said, oh, I'm going to go be a biology major. And so mm-hmm. I studied uh, mostly reptiles and amphibians all through college. And so I quit playing music altogether because I had to buckle down. That, uh-huh. that You know, the first couple of years, you don't buckle down so much, uh, and then <laughs> I buckled down the last year really hard. And um, I'd been working for the Park Service the throughout most of my college career as a as a seasonal ranger. And I started off at Natchez Trace State Park and then spent three seasons at Real Foot Lake. I'm just absolutely in love with that place. Wow! I had no intention of being a ranger though at all. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to go on to graduate school. I wanted to go and and do research basically, mm-hmm. and. Um, by the time i was about to graduate i was ready to go to southeastern louisiana to study snakes down there and uh at the last minute i was like no i think i'm gonna go be a ranger and so right when i graduated i hired on as a ranger at Mousetail landing state park over in perry county okay and uh you know it's 1200 1400 ish acres out there of just middle of nowhere and i just loved it and um spent about two and a half years there and transferred over to david crockett state park in lawrence county uh, and was there for a, about three years and um when i was with tennessee state parks i was on our uh special operations response teams where if there's any kind of critical incident on the parks okay. statewide you jump out with uh-huh. a couple other people and and go help with that and um uh, other than like how romanticized it is being is a rangers a, it's a, a lot more work than you than people realize. You know, <laughs> well, I was just playing outside. I was going to
1: ask. I mean, you know, uh, people that listen to our show; they know what a, a wildlife officer does.
2: But how how different is it to be a ranger? Yeah. So you you have there is like a conservation law enforcement element to mm-hmm. that, um, and that kind of varies from park to park because a lot of a lot of if you're hunting on a park, you're already in trouble anyway. (laughs) (laughs) The bag limit and stuff is out. (laughs) You're already in trouble. (laughs) But uh, uh, but some parks are not that way. Yeah, some are open. So so you have like conservation law enforcement element. You also have a lot of emergency response. You're going to do a lot of medicals and stuff like that too, but you're also the management system of the park. And so however many employees your park has, whether it's a resort park or it's a place like Mousetail that has like six employees, Mm. the way it goes is your ranger staff is the management. So you Uh have like the park manager who is a ranger. Okay. And then you have however many rangers that are under that person. And then the operations of the park, like boat docks and, you know, cabins and whatever, money-making, revenue-generating operations and stuff are Mm -hmm. supervised by rangers. And so you're the emergency operations, you're the management of the park in general, but then you also have a business with revenue goals that you have to manage, right, wow. and all that stuff too, and personnel, and all those things. And so, it's a million things at once every day. Yeah. It so kind of, your job of reminds
0: is- me just a little bit of our wildlife management areas because yeah. right. a lot of the the guys that are taking care of those properties do a, do kind of similar things. I and mean, they might not deal with the public as much, but yeah. but you know if something breaks, hey, you got to figure out how to fix it. Right, you right. Make Some, it work again.
2: Somebody's upset that something looks a certain way. You You've got to go fix that yeah, too. Yeah, you know? right. It's, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot to it, and um, so as you and if and you live there too, right? For most of us, and so yeah. you never really leave. So like I <laughs> manage the the maintenance crew and stuff, and I live right next to the shop. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you can't turn it off. And uh, I'm the kind of person that lives that way, where whether I'm working for the parks or I work for myself, mm-hmm. I'm just always working. And yeah, so, uh, about you know six seven years into that i was i was feeling it I was pretty burnt out in my, my I i still loved that career and on all the people that I worked with. It's incredible. Sure. Yeah. Uh but my wife was like, dude, you need a hobby <laughs> that has nothing to do with being outside. Don't go like run trails or anything like that. You're gonna see something you need to fix. You yeah. know, and uh like go grab one of those guitars and get back in in a guest bedroom and go get out of my face. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, so, yes, dear. Yeah, yeah. She's she's the brains in the operation anyway. So I was like, uh, yeah, that's probably a great idea. And so I put up a couple of videos on YouTube here and there, and within like three months or so, ended up on The Voice. Wow. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. And if if you like, if you follow any of the people that ever go on that show, like, do you have kids that are on the show, and you have grownups and stuff? But I was the only grown up that like did not play music for a living. okay. Already, it make it seem like everybody just kind of comes out of nowhere. but right. I remember yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember getting into LAX for the first time. It was like I, I saw uh, they're they're like kind of collecting the contestants and stuff, and we're getting ready to get in this van. So I'm uh-huh. like meeting people. I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, I'm Keith. Uh, they're like I'm a park ranger. What do you do for a living? <laughs> and this one, this uh, this, this lady that's uh, she's absolutely incredible. She's incredible. She's on my season. Her name's Sandy Red. And as soon as she walks to you and you see her, you're like, she's a rock star. <laughs> what am i doing here and uh so i like shook her hand i was like hey i'm keith i'm a i'm a park ranger and i play music sometimes what What do you do for a living and she was trying to she was trying not to be condescending at all she's trying to just let me down easy. she was like i'm a singer and i was like oh man
3: what am i doing here
2: and so uh I despite all that I ended up uh, ended up going on the top 24 with yeah. uh, started off on Blake's team and then jumped on to Adams for a minute and then I was gunning for Kelly Clarkson's team the whole time uh-huh. and so I went to the top 24 eventually with Kelly and uh, that all kind of started everything for me wow. so I I, I got uh not long after that I was driving around playing a lot of shows in Texas and stuff and I went back to being a park ranger kind of part-time just mm-hmm. cuz this is what I know how to do Yeah, you love it. Yeah. And uh I got a call from the manager of Blood Sweat and Tears like like played Woodstock Blood Sweat and Tears Yeah, you know? the yeah, Blood Sweat right, and Tears and right. uh and he was like, he's going to be mad that I did this impression. But he's like, hello, Mr. Keith, this is Larry Dore <laughs> with blood, sweat, and tears. And I was like, hi. And he said, like, we saw you on television. We was going to see if you want to be our new singer. And I was like, wow. This is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> no way, not a chance. And I was like, sure, manager, blood, sweat, and tears. That sounds great. Let's let's do that. Okay. And I was like, well, when's our first rehearsal? He's like, no rehearsals. You just show up to your first show in Fort Lauderdale in front of eight thousand Floridians, and you either play good, or you get
3: fired. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, this can't be serious. Oh, There's no man. way. I was like, and so I'm like 31 with a, a mortgage and a family and, a, you know, like a small child and stuff. And I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds great. Like, <laughs> let's just go all in on let's this do gamble. It. And uh, it turned out not to be a scam. I did not think I was going to get to Fort Lauderdale and come back with both of my kidneys. <laughs> I was like, this is a scam. I'm losing a kidney. But I've got them both still. And wow. I've been touring with them for a couple of years now. Man, that's that's incredible. So, how often do you, do you go out with
0: the blood sweat and tears? Thing.
2: when i first started we were doing like 80 something shows a year uh-huh. and uh now like w- d- when the pandemic hit in, in in march of 2020 it all of our shows for that year got canceled right yeah um and then now we're kind of starting back off slowly and cautiously with like probably 30 or 40 shows uh-huh. a year right now and so i have more time to to go bird watching that's neat. that's neat <laughs> yeah. that's worked out pretty yeah. well then but that's uh, that's kind of how I started doing the birding thing. Whenever all the whenever all the tours got canceled and stuff, I noticed there was an open ranger position at Shelby Forest, which is in Memphis. I grew up going to that park. Uh-huh. It's incredible. I mean, the place is gold mine. It's 20 square miles just north of Memphis. The place yeah. is huge um, and absolutely beautiful. And so I I signed or I, I talked to the manager. I was like, hey, you know, I wouldn't mind like coming back as as a ranger over there. I don't I don't know if touring is ever going to happen again. And um, so I ended up there, and I was like, well, I guess that's what I'm doing now. And so I started making birding videos and birding content. That's kind of how I found you on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I think it was just such a like there was very good timing to it mm-hmm. because it was the tail end of 2020 everybody's stressed out um and there's it's not just like listening to bird calls there's like a meditative like mindfulness aspect to it and i feel like that was kind of uh, I, f- I feel like with good music- medicine good yeah.
0: medicine for I, folks
2: i feel like with music as a business like if you're a person like me where my whole career has been at based about is based around service, like mm-hmm. doing things for other people, and you go into a business like music where it's very self-serving and uh-huh. self-promotional, where you're just like, "Please come to my show, yeah, please support me. me and do this." But it feels like your songs are what you're doing in return. But in my mind, like that's that's, that's not enough for me, right. and so um, I feel like doing uh, that. That's a way I do things and and help people, mm. and uh, and so. I like it. Well, let's, let's show folks one of these videos. Yeah. I think I think it's cool. So uh, turn your radio up. I'm out birding this morning, and I thought you might want to take a minute to just be present. We're just going to sit and listen and let the world be whatever it is. If you don't know your bird calls, that's okay. I'll tell you what they are as we go. There we go. Easy wheezy, wheezy. Black and white, warm blood. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Carolina rent. Chari, cheree, chari, cheree, chariar. That's an American robin. Tala, tala, taliyo, or wanna in a video. Hooded warbler. Black and white warbler again. American robin again. Carolina wren again. Brrr. Chipping sparrow.
1: Alright. I'll see you later. That's cool. I like the cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger.
2: Whatever whatever helps. Some people say tea kettle, tea kettle, tea kettle, but I can obviously more into (laughs) cheeseburger. So that's cool. That helps people identify
1: sounds. I've heard people do that before, and it's pretty cool. So, I mean, you're able to share your love of of birding and of wildlife through these videos and and, uh, educate people, too. I think it's it's awesome.
0: Just being aware, being more aware when you're outdoors. You know, sometimes uh, I'll hear, uh, and I'm not a bird call expert for sure, but I, I'll i just try to absorb all the birds that I hear in the morning when I'm walking mm-hmm. my dogs. You yeah, know, the, yeah, Just the the symphony of, of birds. Absolutely. Really, and uh, I think a lot of people uh, are starting to notice things like that now I, where they didn't before.
2: I think so, too. And I think, you know, everybody, every, all of our minds are so busy all yeah. the time. You're seeing a million advertisements every day mm. and you're wondering what your next step is and all of that. And I think taking a minute to just check out of that and just become aware of your immediate surroundings uh-huh. and just let it be what it is I think that's that's good medicine
0: alright you know? yeah for sure speaking of immediate surroundings there's a guitar in his surroundings right I yeah, think now's it.
1: a good time to hear a song oh, yeah like? that's what I'm thinking sure But yeah we couldn't uh, we couldn't let the day pass by without uh, getting Keith to play a song or two for us and uh, you know uh, I'd
2: can't wait to hear what he's got in store. Thanks. I'll uh this I'll play one that uh, my brother and I wrote this song together when we were in college. We lived in the the campus apartments over at Martin. Like okay. The really old ones. I think I don't think they're there anymore. <laughs> uh, but we live we lived there, and I was also had been working for Real Foot at the time, uh, spending most of my time out in the swamp. And I remember sitting there drinking coffee with Keegan one morning, and the uh, on the news they they showed where somebody had broken out of the Northwest Tennessee Correctional Complex up there by real foot okay. and had been and had dove into the swamp basically for three days and I was out there all the time then I was like man this has got to be miserable <laughs> <laughs> you know this has got to be terrible and uh, uh, even if you weren't like on the run uh-huh. it has got to be terrible yeah, for sure yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, Keegan, we need a, a jailbreak song. That's a song, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, he, he wrote this the lyrics for this one in like five minutes. He's really good at that. But uh, uh, this song's called Toad Strangler. And I didn't, Toad Strangler Blues. And I, I didn't know at the time, because we grew up, our mom's from East Arkansas, from the Memphis area. Okay. Okay. Uh, and has It basically speaks In southern sayings You know what I mean uh-huh. And I didn't yeah. know That nobody else In the world Knew what a Toad Strangler Was other than that <laughs> it's, it's a hard rain It's a rain so hard That it could possibly Drown a toad you know, Have exactly. you ever heard that Yeah theme? I've heard it I've heard Oh yeah it. Oh yeah sometimes familiar. I play this one and people are like Oh a what now <laughs> <So>. <laughs> This is Toad Strangler Blues <laughs> Hit the
3: ground running about three days ago with a dog on a trail and an ivory butt pistol i said one step two step three steps in time gotta make it back home to see my baby oh lord here comes a toe strangler time to settle down under the shade of those trees and i'll be praying Hold up here in this apple feed Was a nice day's rest while we ate our fill. Then the dogs came running. Warden came a howling. Time to hit the trail for the skin you hide. Yeah. Oh, oh here comes the tall strangler. Time to settle down under the shade of those. calm got metal on my hands and on my feet i got metal on my hands and on my feet well old man blinked and he turned a blind eye me and my body said it's time to fly Back to the feeling of a woman's touch Nice warm baby we don't ask for much Came that rain on a Thursday night Told us it was out, we thought we could hide I don't think we'll go back to the pen From the sign of that shotgun Looks like the said war
1: Oh, that's awesome. Hey, if you're just listening, just tuning in, we've got Ranger Keith with us, uh, Keith Paluso. Uh, we're talking about birds, playing some music. Yeah. This is awesome. Hey, I got a
0: question, another yeah. musical question. Sure. So you got the call from the management of the uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, mm-hmm. and, they, and they said show up at a certain date at a certain time. And uh, did they send you a set list or anything <laughs> or <how'd> that <laughs> so work
2: that that's all that's all, another scary part so uh you you get that you have the album versions, right, right yeah that you, can, you can listen up everywhere sure. but the band's been touring continuously since then yeah. you know and has had so many members throughout the years and i think that's what keeps i think that's what keeps the music alive but it is living, mm. you know, so... The
0: arrangements evolve over time. It has evolved yeah. very
2: much over over the years. And uh, so you basically get... You listen to the originals, and then you listen to several different board recordings of oh, okay. various shows that that they may do. Yeah. And oh, you okay. kind of just take the average <laughs> and hope for the best. <laughs> it'll be something like this. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be somewhere in here. Yeah, and so uh, it was... It, there's, the, there's a... It's a it's a bumpy start. You're you're learning, you know. Sure. And uh, and you're they're really great about letting you encouraging you to be yourself. You okay. Know, they don't want you to sound like somebody else. They yeah. want you to to be yourself in there. And I think that's what keeps that alive, really. You kind of get
1: this Taliban, you know, follow me, we're going here, we're going there, you know, are they? Are you following them? What's that? Are you following the band or are they following you when you're up there singing?
2: A little bit, <laughs> like you, you, you know, you watch each other and yeah. you listen to each other yeah. and, and just kind of um, you let it be artistic you yeah. know and and the guys the guys in the band if you look up whoever is is playing at the time they th- those guys are top notch like yeah. absolutely incredible I, I remember our bass player uh, the guy that plays bass with us most of the time right now Rick Fierro Bracci when I grew up I played bass when I was growing up I played bass in a funk band uh-huh. and I remember like idolizing Rick Fierro Bracci <laughs> when I was a kid wow. and he's just some dude that I'm, I joke around with the va- in the van you yeah. know? and uh, it, the guys those guys are incredible they're top notch so.
1: uh, most musicians that you run into are just average guys you know or guys and gals are easy to talk to fun yep. to hang out with it's, yep
3: that's
2: true
1: you know uh, but I was following and your drummer on there, man. He's awesome Dylan? too. Man, yeah. man, he's a monster.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's a monster. Awesome.
1: Well, um, real quick before we run out of time, I wanted to show people who uh, want to find more about birds in Tennessee to go to our website tnwildlife.org. Um And and on this on this uh, page, you can listen to some birds just like you can on the Audubon Audubon. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna pull one up. What was the red? Red-billed Woodpecker. We wanted to highlight today, but yeah, you can go to this page. Uh, It's under Wildlife, click Birds, and then click through. But anyway, you
2: can hear some of the birds here. And this is probably one of the most common woodpeckers that you'll hear. And and right now we're we're going into the tail end of the summer, and so a lot of our migrants, our summer migrants, are going to start leaving, and and we'll get our winter migrants. And whenever I talk to people about learning bird calls, I usually try to start them off on our residents, stuff that's here year-round. So once they learn. Five or ten resident birds. Anything that's new will stand out, uh-huh. and then they can focus on that. So, learning a red-bellied woodpecker is is a uh, is the way to go right now. So, what's the cheat? What's the cheat uh, phrase or code that you use to? I don't I identify think th- this one. I think trying to imitate the sound is just as funny as trying to come up with like a mnemonic <laughs> device, like Do you "want to rent a video or a cheeseburger cheese" because they make like a bloop, <laughs> and. It, and if they're not making that sound, they make like a gurp, gurp, gurp. And so and it's funny by itself. You yeah. should remember it. <laughs> Let's play it. Yeah.
1: I like this next one. Yeah.
2: Once winter comes in, these will be part of a multi-species flock with several other woodpeckers and also the chickadees and titmice Uh and nuthatches and stuff like that. And so once you learn these, these guys will be hanging out with about... You know, five to ten other species, and then you can familiarize yourself with stuff that stays here year round. Gotcha. It'll maybe be a
1: lot easier for you. Well, this time of year, right now, it's it's uh, it's almost September. What what are you going to be hearing right now if you're out there listening?
2: Right now, you can still get some of our summer birds. Um, so you'll still be able to hear things like east, if you're close to water, you'll probably still be able to hear some eastern kingbirds. You may still hear some of the tanagers out in uh, like deciduous woodlands. Uh, Mississippi kites are getting ready to leave right now. And so you'll probably hear those because they are, like, getting together in big groups and getting ready to leave. Mm -hmm. They make, like, a (laughs) sound. Uh, That's one of my favorites right now. Yeah, Still really easy to find eastern Phoebes and learn them right now because they will be here in the winter, too. But that that would be an easy one to learn. Cool.
1: Well, I also had a question, like, the top top birds... uh, you know, in Tennessee, what's your favorite? What's your favorite bird in Tennessee? To
2: man, I uh, people ask me like what my favorite is all the time, and I find I get <laughs> I get like really fascinated like going down, a, like down a rabbit hole mm-hmm. reading about different stuff. But to me, just because, and, and I think this will be true for anybody that starts kind of birding, especially if they're if they're using it just as moments to to check out and become more aware of your surroundings is that like I've done it long enough now to where certain bird calls when I hear them remind me of things that are important to me and so it's not just fascination with the birds maybe it's a little bit more selfish because it makes me remember things so like when I the first wood thrush of the summer when I hear the first wood thrush that gets here I think about the first house that my wife and I lived in when we were newlyweds with the first like beam of sunlight coming through the window or whenever I hear greater white fronted geese I'm thinking about driving around at real foot in the middle of winter yeah. in the middle of the night with my best friend you know mm. and I feel like that could that could be the same with everybody and so a lot of times uh, when I pick my favorite ones it's because I'm a little more biased because of the. it reminds me of my own journey you know yeah, that's
1: awesome. Well, we're going to run out of time. I don't even know if we have enough time for another song. That's that kind of reminds me of how songs affect people. Yeah, uh, sure. You know, it's a, a
0: certain song will bring back a memory. That, Absolutely. So that's cool that the the bird bird calls will do the same yep. for you. Yeah,
1: I can see that. Well, I, I think it's cool how you're sharing your passion of being outdoors and birding and things like that with folks, and then still being able to do music and. Uh, it's just it's just cool yeah yeah thanks, man. living the dream i'd say i right? appreciate it
2: <laughs> thank y'all for having me man it's yeah been
1: it's been fun remind people how they can find find you on instagram i don't want to miss anything on yeah, in, in tiktok
2: i'm uh this my username is this is ranger keith on almost every platform especially instagram and tiktok and those are the ones that i monitor the most so if you have any questions or you're looking for resources to learn about birding or uh just taking a minute to chill hit me up and if you want to hear some music i'm keith peluso everywhere there are, I'm, a, I'm a third but there so there's some other keith pelusos but i think i'm the only one that has music out Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> oh yeah go follow him on social media uh,
1: uh he's a cool guy i can't Thanks. wait to come hear you in concert sometime that'd be fun to yeah. go hear a show it would be great so uh anyway well this is tennessee wildcast todd thank you for running the board making it sound good don thank you for co-hosting yeah you bet you bet good to be back yeah it's been a few shows hasn't it has, it? Been. Or, it has been glad you're back um TNWildlife.org for all things wildlife GoOutdoorsTennessee.com to get your hunting and fishing license and don't forget shop.gooutdoorsTennessee to pick up a hat or some cool swag from PWRA Uh This is Tennessee Wildcast and we'll see you next time
0: Thanks for tuning in Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at TNWildlife.org and follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.